Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of Put 30 on a Clock. This is Coach Phil, and I wanted to jump into something that often goes ignored, but we all think about hoopers. I really need y'all to pay attention to this one right here. This is reality, the reality of the situation. When y'all pick up y'all phones, your tablets, whatever, and you tune in to social media, what you're looking at is these big media companies focusing on the top 1% of hoopers, the cream of the crop, right? We got all kinds of these young players doing all kinds of crazy things. And when they go off to college, some of them fade into obscurity. Some of them excel and make it to the pros. But for right now, they looking really good on your phone. You know what I'm saying? And they getting, they even get NIL deals now down in high school. It's crazy. But you know that you're looking at the top 1% of hoopers, right? And for most of us, it's impossible for everyone to be the top 1% of hoopers. So talking to the 99% of you, you top 1% guys, you can listen to this and not that's on you. I want to talk to every hooper. So pay attention, y'all. This is real important. You find out by ninth grade, you know what I'm saying? If you're connected at all, you find out by ninth grade was really good. If you're not paying attention, you kind of find out by 10th grade, that's like really it. But by ninth grade, you have an idea as to what basketball can really do for you. You have an idea as to what it can provide for you. You have a good idea as to how far you can go, what trajectory you're actually on. You find out where you're going usually by ninth grade. And it takes some real life-changing events, whether those are good or bad, to change that trajectory that you can clearly see for yourself. You know, like Anthony Davis was a 6'1 point guard, and I think he was still an All-American at point guard, and then he grew like a whole foot. Like, that's a real life-changing event. Maybe you were, you know, a big-time player, and you get into an accident, and you can't play ball no more. That's a real life change. It, it would take a life-changing event for you to be taken off of the path that you can clearly see is in front of you when it comes to this game of basketball and playing competitively, by the time you get to ninth grade, you can see where you're going, right? All you got to do is look around. So then this is kind of the first time in your young hooping life where you get hit with the question, is this what you want? Do you love basketball even when it quote unquote doesn't love you back? This is usually the first time you get punched in the face with that question whether that comes from somebody that love you, but it's not really from other people. This is the first time that question hits you internally and that voice in your head is like, do I really want to do this? Because you know that there's a lot that goes into this. Physically, I ain't got to tell you. Seven scenes, suicides, getting shots up, hitting the weight room. Well, if you're in ninth grade, you might not be in the weight room. You might be doing a couple of push-ups here and there. Physically, you know what's going on. Mentally, this is the first real challenge because up until this point, basketball has, you know, kind of been fun. Whether you played competitively or not, it's always been fun up until this point. So now you have to decide, am I going to be, is this going to become a job? Because once you get to about ninth grade, you're dealing with people that play basketball every single day, which is what you're used to, but now they're training every single day. This is where the business of it, and we're not talking about money. We're talking about people 
who like have a professional mindset and I'm like, I need to put work in every single day to get better at this so I can be better than my competition. That is what you're up against. So it's for the first time where it's like, yo, well, I love basketball, even if it quote unquote will not love me back. And this game's going to play with your emotions if you take it seriously. Like, I want you to take this for an example, right? If you know any old heads in your neighborhood, maybe you can ask your own coaches, people who used to hoop competitively in the past. You could ask them, hey, man, is there a game or a couple of games in your life that you wish you could play over, that you could get that back? They will go on a 20-minute rant about games that got away from them. I promise you, everybody has that story. People that used to hoop, and this this is beyond basketball at this point. You can ask anybody who played competitive anything. There was something back in their day that they wished they could get back, and they can't get it back. And I used to just think that was me until I was reading a book. I used to just think there was people in my neighborhood that just talk all the time. I was reading John Wooden's book. John Wooden, for those of you who don't know, look him up. Perhaps the greatest coach in American sports history, collegiate or professional, look him up. Rest in peace, John Wooden. He wrote a book called They Call Me Coach. And in that book, he was in his 90s. The man lived all the way up until his 90s. And he said it still burns his soul that he lost a championship game when he was like 18. It's like, fam, let that go. The Lord has blessed you to see your 90s and to be coherent. You don't got no, you know, mental issues or nothing. You just, you in your 90s living a good life. People love you everywhere you go. You know, he's still mad. He was still mad that he lost the game when he was 18, a championship game when he was 18. Never mind. I think he lost that championship game when he was 17. He won the championship at 16, lost at 17, won the championship at 18. So he got two chips, but he mad because he lost that one in between. If John Wooden is mad about something that happened 60, 70, 80 years ago, I know <laughs> it ain't just me. Everybody ask any one of these old heads like, damn, bro. You got a game you wish you could get back? They're going to give you 20 minutes. I promise you. I promise you. This game plays with your emotions when you take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? It plays with you. You're going to go home mad. You know what I'm saying? That quiet car ride home, that ain't for no reason. It's because you care. This game's going to play with your emotions when you actually care about it. So you really have to internalize and question, what is all this effort and energy worth? What am I getting in return? What am I getting in return for all of this time that I'm putting in? What is the return for this investment of sweat? You really, like, coaches on you, you really running these suicides for real. When you go to your training sessions and you got to do something 200 times just so that it can become natural and it's like, all right, cool, we're going to come back and do it again tomorrow. When you start getting into situations where it's like, now that you got it, you got to know how to put it together, it's like... What am I getting in return for all of this? Not everybody can answer that question. Not everybody has a real answer to that question. Not everybody can come up with something. If you actually can, if you can answer that question, and I'm not even talking about for other people's ears, if you can answer that question to satisfy your own soul, right? You will immediately understand when the old heads 
like your coach, ask you, do you love this game? And it's a great separator because the higher you go, the harder this question is going to hit you because this game is going to keep asking you for more. There's going to be times where it feels like this game is asking you for too much, but I can promise you as much as this game is asking you for and is demanding from you because your competition is always getting better. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a cartoon, you know? The anime, it's like you, you start with a superhero, they do this, they get stronger. And what happens? You got a new, stronger guy to fight. And then you find a way to beat this person. And you got to fight a new, stronger person. It's always a new, stronger person to fight. Basketball is no different. Real side note for the nerds. It's the reason why athletes uh, relate to anime so much. You always got to work harder because there's somebody new who's stronger, who's going to try you the next time. Anyway. Let me get back to the point. <laughs> Let me get back to the point. It might seem like this game is asking you for too much, and that's because it is. But if you always come back willing to pay the brand new price that is asking you for, you gotta understand that this game is giving you as much, if not more, in return. Oftentimes, as a young player, you can't see it. It's something that us coaches see. It's something that your trainers see. It's something that the adults around you see. You often don't see what you're getting in return, nor do you really understand how valuable this stuff is, right? A few examples of what you get in return, they're all based on changing you as a person and playing a major role in shaping who you become as an adult. These are the things you get in return. These are just a couple that I was able to come up with. And I wrote them down because I didn't want to forget them. You will learn what it's like to take the lead and how to follow. You will learn how to help a group of people focus on one goal. Do you know how valuable that is? Managers get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars at top companies because they are experts at getting a group of people to focus on one goal. I ain't say they have to like each other. But you get a group of people to all contribute their portion so that we can all move towards reaching this one goal. It is extremely valuable. You will learn how to keep your composure under pressure and deliver. When you got to hit those free throws and the game's on the line and it's the playoffs, I'll give you a perfect scenario. If it's a championship game in high school, And you're down 69 to 70 with one second left on the clock. And it's a one and one. There's no question about you needing to make the first free throw. If you miss the first free throw, you lose. If you want to add some more pressure, let's say the score is 68 to 70. You're down two. At least 69, 70. You can make the first miss the second. Nah, 68, 70. We're going to make it worse. And it's a one and one. Your team don't got no more timeouts. The other team don't got no more timeouts neither. We need we need them both. In that moment, if you're worried about being down 68 to 70, there's a really good chance you're going to miss that first free throw. You have to rely 100% on the mechanics and on the moment. You have to rely on your routine. You can't rely on beating the mo- you can't rely on th- there's too much pressure in that moment. Escape the moment and focus 
on the hundreds of thousands of repetitions you've put in in your life, knocking down that free throw. That is your greatest chance of coming through in the clutch. And you know what? When you can escape and take your mind off of the moment and focus on the process, not only are you super present, you're super calm. There is no punishment because the punishment has not yet arrived. There is no celebration because the victory has not yet arrived. The only thing that you have right now is you and this one free throw. You make that first one. It's you and this one free throw. You're shooting one free throw two times. You're not shooting two free throws. Let that marinate. But you will learn how to keep your composure under pressure and deliver Because you've done this before, it's just, can you do this right now? You will learn to focus on what matters. Conversations will take a different turn for you because people love to get lost into the detail. Now, if you're a conversationalist, that's cool. You want to run a podcast, that's cool. You talk a lot, that's cool. But when it's time to focus on what matters, you won't get lost in nonsense. Politicians won't necessarily be able to sway your opinion one way or another because your eye is focused on what matters. You've been trained to focus on what matters to get from point A to point Z. You will learn to focus on what you actually can control and leave the rest out. Things you can control is your effort, your preparation, how you rest, what you eat, what you drink who you hang out with, what you read, you will focus, you will be able to focus on what you can control and operate from there. That will save you more time than you are capable of understanding right now. You have no idea how valuable it is to be able to just focus on what you can control and leave what you can't control in the universe. Leave that for everybody else to worry about. Now, those are just some of the skills. And I'm glad I wrote them down because I would have forgot all that. The reality is that most of us will not play pro sports. You've heard that a hundred times. You've heard that a thousand times. The reality is most of us won't play college sports. You've heard that a thousand times. The truth that we don't really want to admit is that as young players, we're already aware of it. Already know that. It's an ugly truth that you don't really want to deal with, but it's like, yo, I already know that, man. Damn, I know that. But that does not mean we can't take from this game as much as we give to it, maybe even more, and become incredible people through something we truly, truly love. Who you are can be shaped by all of the effort and the time you put into this game. Now, as far as you go, you know, whether it be college or pro, that's not... That's not, I don't have a crystal ball, right? But I do know that the majority, the overwhelming majority will not reach those levels. But what you can get are all of these wonderful things that this game can provide by giving it the effort when it asks you, do you love this game? Because you're going to get challenged. You play competitive ball, you're going to get challenged over and over and over. And it's going to be the same question. Do you love this game? I just want you to know that when you meet that challenge every single time, it's going to change who you are as a person for the better. And that is priceless. It's Coach Phil. Appreciate y'all spending this time with me, man. I was glad that I uh, could get this off because it's been it's been on my mind for some time. But I'm, I'm just glad I was able to get this off. And hopefully 
this could help somebody. As usual, you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Y'all be good.